This is the Throne Room Thoughts Podcast, where we are meeting every week to discuss living from a position of power, living with boldness, living with confidence. This is the practical podcast where we are walking out God's principles and promises to see the best manifested for our lives. You are the CEO of your life. You have the God-given power and authority to live a purpose-driven, successful life. Welcome to another episode of the Throne Room Thoughts Podcast. Today I am live with a special guest, my childhood friend David Dapper Dean (laughs) has joined me live for um, our live episode of the Throne Room Thoughts Podcast. Perth Phillip just logged on. Hello, my love. So we are live today. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Hold it. Hold it. Close. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, hold yeah. It up close. We are live from the Throne Room Thoughts podcast. So as I told you guys before, um, I want to have a guest like once or twice a month, let you guys in on our cool, dope, friendly conversations. I always feel like we have the best conversations. We and we always say like, dang, if only everybody else could be like privy to some of the stuff that we talk <laughs> about. And so I decided that we would go live. So we are live from the Throne Room Thoughts Facebook page, and we are recording an an episode of the Throne Room Thoughts podcast. David Dapper-Dean, introduce yourself to the people. Uh, My name is David, like Tanisha just said. Put it closer. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, did you hear the change? What? In your voice? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I hate my voice. Sounded like Barry White. Nah, the quiet quiet storm. Um, The quiet storm. But yeah, my name is David. I am a photographer. I am a husband to my wife, Angela, my two beautiful daughters, Zoe and Izzy, and I am Tanisha's homie. Yes, long time homie for a very, very long time. We've had a we've had a friendship that has stood the test of life changes, um, marriage, kids. Yeah, definitely. Um, finding God, growing in God, and so here we are today, letting you guys in on our conversation. So, um, we usually start the podcast for those of you who are joining for the first time. We start with the preaching potential quote of the day. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, what is a preaching potential quote? A preaching potential quote is a saying that is nice and um, potent and has a lot of learning tools that we can get from that quote. So I usually start the podcast with my preaching potential quote and then I expound on that. And so, of course, because I have a guest and I'm hospitable and all, (laughs) I am going to let David Tell us, what is his preaching potential quote of the day? Okay, so so mine is actually just straight up scripture, right? So, can, you can't go wrong I with mean, that. I mean, yeah, like, you know, might as well just pull from the best. That's and right. So I had my, oh, I'm like super unprofessional. I lost it. Hold on. Oh, no, you're Grab not. Right Take your time. This is real life. Okay, great. So, um, yeah, so this, is, so this is from scripture. This is Romans 12, 6, and it says, in his grace... God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you are a teacher, teach well. If your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is, to <clears throat> if it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. 
And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. So yeah, that is that is that is something that's definitely been speaking Listen, to me lately. I love the word of the Lord. I yeah. love the word of the Lord. So tell us why that has preaching potential for you. I mean, I, let me just say this: the word of the Lord preaches itself. Um, but in this case, um, tell us why that why that scripture stuck out for you. Uh, I mean, you know where where I'm at in life right now. I mean, I'm an I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I do my photography. I got a couple other things that I'm trying to work on. Can you just tell us the name of your photography business? Oh, so I mean, it's David Dapperdine Photography, right? Okay. So, um, you know, keep it easy for people to find. hello somebody. <laughs> Get straight to the point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, and then I also got a, a business that I'm working on with my wife. It's like a a, a thrift shop for children's clothing. Yes. Called Everything Jiggy. Yes. Um. So, but, but yeah, I have many friends that are kind of like in an entrepreneurial, uh, you know, they're trying to do their own thing right now, but not, but not only that, I think even just friends that are trying to figure out what career they want to have, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of people are going through career changes and things like that. And, um, you know, w one way that this scripture has been speaking to me is just, it's just letting us know, like everybody, cause again, now we kind of live in a culture with social media and everything. Yeah. It's easy to see what other people are doing yeah. and 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 feel you know you're you're like comparing yourself whether you realize it or not right yes. and and you're you're creating a competition in your mind whether you realize yes. it or not and so you know we're it's so easy to just like scroll and see what other people are doing it's like oh why am i why am i not doing this and like these that's so you true. know what i mean like so i spoke about that last week the comparison trap yeah it's 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 it, it can be crazy so I, I i love that this scripture is saying like listen like Everybody has a yeah. different gift. Yeah. Everybody has a different skill. Walk Everybody in your own lane. Everyone has their thing. Yeah. I, I love that so much because I, I never looked at that scripture like that. I love that. I never thought about it in that context of like, you know what? Walk in your lane. Everybody has their thing that's for them. Yeah. And so what's for you? Do what's for you to the best of your ability. Yeah. And it's I, so much easier to do what's for you. Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. And, um, you know, even, even you know, I, I, I gave that part because that's like the... I mean, I mean, it's the Bible, right? So it's all meat. Like I was about to say, like that's the meat of it, it's but like it's all, it's all, it's meat all and potatoes. Yeah, it's all meat. But like even before that, like you know, the scripture is saying, like you know, again, like we are all believers in Christ. We're all part of one body. Yeah. But the same way the body works, it's like the body has different parts. Absolutely. And each part has a different function. Yeah. Your arms can't be your eyes. Your yeah. arms are your arms. And I and I and I love that because, you know, it's like, you know, again, sometimes we look at ourselves and we say, like, oh, like. You know, oh, Tanisha can sing. I can't. Yeah. I can't sing. Yeah. Or like, you know, Joe can do whatever, and I can't. And and it's like, yo, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. Like, you have your own gifts. You have your own skills. Yeah. And no matter what they are, like you can use those for fulfillment for yourself, but also to, you know, you find a way to, to bring glory to God. Absolutely. Through it, right. So and don't cheat yourself out of the, the unique way that God made yeah. you. Don't cheat yourself and deny yourself the experience of living your best life because you envy what somebody else has yeah. or because you can't you can't see the best in yourself. You're you're busy looking at what somebody yeah. else has. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay, so that was our preaching potential for the day. And needless to say that um that scripture preached a lot. I think that we um as you said, we live in a day and an age where it's so easy to say, well, look what they're doing. Yeah. Look how far they've come. Oh, yeah. Or look where they're at and look where I'm at. I'm still not there. Or I still don't have and I still need. But um, but when we keep it in context and remember what the word of the Lord says, we can be reminded that God has not left any one of us out. 
You yeah. just have to search within ourselves for where our passions lie, where our gifts and our skills and abilities yeah. lie, and um, pour all of ourselves into that. Pour all yeah. of our attention into that. Yeah, I think I think it's so easy to to look at something and you know like there's a difference between good and right. Yeah. Ooh. Right. So. Ooh. So it's like you I'm see now. <laughs> you see somebody doing something and it's like, yo, like, oh man, they having like such a good time. Or yeah. you or you think about something that you want to do and you're like, you know what, that sounds like a good idea. And yeah. we were we were talking about that we did. The other the other day. Something like, sound like such a good yeah, idea. Like it sounds like a good idea, but yeah. then sometimes when you think about it, it's like, you know, it sounds good, but is it right? Is for it me? right? Is it right? You know, um, ah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like for me, there's many things that I like to do. One yeah. thing, one thing, and I, and I'm telling you, like when this year started, I'm I'm like so in, interested in like real estate. I was like, you know what? I should get my, I should get my license this year. Let's turn up. <laughs> let's go out here. Let's sell some houses. Take I want to be. Top. I want to be on HGTV. <laughs> I want to start flipping and like, <laughs> and all and all kind of stuff. And like, yo, when the year started, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, you know what? By the end of this year, I'm definitely. <laughs> Doing that, and then <laughs> as time passed, and I thought about it, and you know, I'm uh, again like you know, reading and and just pulling yeah. from the word and kind of like figuring things yeah. out. And like last night, me and my wife was talking, and I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Everybody that I know that's done real estate, they're like, yo, in order to do it successfully, you need time. Yeah. It's not like oh, I'm flipping houses the end of this year. It's yeah. not really and, gonna and, go down. And like even that. just like you know, what I'm saying as a real estate agent trying to sell houses, they're like, yo, in order to be successful, you need time. Yeah. And I think I would love to do it yeah but when i really thought about it i'm like okay do i have time Ooh. like i have my photography business i have this thrift shop that i'm trying to exactly. do with my wife yeah i'm trying to help a couple other people with some things yes and not only that i'm home with my one-year-old daughter mm-hmm. every single day mm-hmm. like you know what i mean stay at home it. dad i'm like That's what time a whole another thing yeah like, parenting you know so it's like yeah like i don't i don't have time for that so it sounds good yeah but that's yeah. That that's not it right. Yeah, that exactly. Make it right. It's so crazy because um, Apostle Paul in in Scripture says, "Not everything that's good means that you should be." Essentially, yeah. what he's saying is, "Not everything that's good means you should be doing it." Yeah. Not everything that's a, a good idea means that it's your yeah. thing. So it there is a level of discernment that's required and a level what of a good word. wisdom. Discernment. You like that? Gang, gang. Discernment. Like that. You like that one? I like that. That's a Bible one. <laughs> there is a um <laughs> it's, a, it's a Bible one. There's a, a certain level of discernment and wisdom that we have to yeah. draw on and apply when we're trying to decide, all right, this is a good this sounds like a good idea in theory, but is this for me? Is yeah. this what I need to be doing? Because um <clears throat> God made us so dynamically and so complex that odds are there are many things we can be doing well. Oh yeah. There are many things we could be keeping our hands involved in that we could succeed at. I I feel Um, like I'm supposed to be doing everything. Like honestly, like (laughs) why not? Right. I mean, take on every, take, take it all on. You can do it Mm -hmm. all. I can do all things through Christ. Right. Yeah. But, um, but there is some wisdom involved in knowing, okay, is this for me? Is this the season for this? Yeah. Is this the time for this? Is this the person for this? Because um, a lot of times, too, we have good ideas. We have good um, strategy and plans. And then we look at, okay, who am I connected to that I could fulfill this with? Yeah. Um, and who do I need to connect to that I can fulfill this with? And then you start to say, okay, is this the person I should be doing this with? Is this the way that I should yeah. be doing this? So there's like levels to being able to um, 
determine when's the right when's the right time to be doing something. I really love that you said that. Was some, the difference between good and right? Yeah, good and, and right. And even you know, as you talk about discernment, I mean, sometimes like you know, you you're trying to figure out a certain decision, and and it can be hard to yeah. figure things because I mean, like we're human. Yo, if something sound good, it's like why shouldn't I do that? And it's like what, if it, what's the worst that can happen? This yeah, is good. And 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 you can absolutely. Uh, get to a point where you're like, you know what? This sound good. Yeah. It must have been God that told me to do this. It had to be. It had to, like it sounds it's so amazing. It's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, um, child. But everything that's good ain't God. Yeah. Everything that's good that's ain't a bar God. Right there. Definitely. That's the thing about it. That's yeah. the thing. Absolutely. Some things sound so good, sound so sweet. Exactly what we want to hear. Exactly what we need to hear. But you know, we have a real devil who knows exactly what we need to hear too. Yeah. On the subject of even the enemy knowing how to open doors and the enemy knowing what our desires are and what we need, right? Think of it like this. The enemy is not a red figure with pointy ears and a pitchfork, mm-hmm. right? Most people are looking for that. Yeah. Most people think that <clears throat> they could easily spot the devil because that's what the devil yeah. looks like. The problem is it's nowhere near that easy. Yeah. It's so much more cunning and deceitful and all of these things. When Jesus had just finished fasting at his weakest possible point, when he needed the most physically, there was the enemy. Yeah. I know you hungry. Yeah. yeah, And after all, you are the son of God. So surely you could turn that stone into bread and feed yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what was he saying that was wrong? Yeah. I mean, Nothing, listen, right? Man, the devil can look like pleasure. The devil can Straight look like pleasure. the solution to your problem. Oh, my goodness. The solution. You know what I mean? That's a whole fact. Like, that's a whole look like fact. like the solution to your problem. And, and that's yeah. why, you know, again, like, you know, discernment is a skill that needs to be developed. Yes. I don't, I'm, it's, it's good that you said that because I don't know that people look at discernment like yeah. that. I don't know that people look at it like it's a skill that you have to develop and you have to actually put the time into knowing how to flex that muscle and utilize that skill. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. No, definitely, definitely. And, and you know, and that's why, like, you know, even even sometimes it's like, well, not sometimes, all the time, honestly. Like, you know, the word tells us, like, seek good counsel. Yes. Oh, go, go, yes. go get the opinion of other people that, not only that you trust, yeah. but, um, you know, and, and again, think about why you trust them. Why? Yeah. Because your best friend might not be the person that you need to go talk to about a certain situation. That's a fact. You obviously trust your best friend. Yeah. But your best friend might not be the person to talk to. And I've, I've learned this year that, you know, I had, I had, well, you know, all my issues and stuff, but, um, you know, I had, I had a couple issues this year yeah. and uh, initially I'm going talking to people that I'm close to. Yeah. And the response that I got about certain situations was surprising. Mm. Right? So then... Despite how close you were to yeah. those people. As David said, he comes to you um, literally like a solution to your problems. Um, the problem is, obviously, all the time that those very, those very solutions that you take will be your destruction. Yeah. Right? Imagine you're in a relationship, you're in a marriage or or in a committed relationship and you might be going through a rough patch, having a hard time, maybe you're feeling disconnected emotionally or whatever the case is and you're having a difficult time. One one or both of you steps yeah. out of the relationship, right? You go to someone else and it could be just as something as unassuming as you were there for me when I needed you. Yeah. yeah. Right? I wasn't getting this attention, I wasn't getting this respect, I wasn't getting this love. You were what I needed. Yeah. 
and there you have an indiscretion that can destroy your entire family. Yeah. Destroy your whole livelihood that fractures the the covenant or the bond you have with a whole nother person. Oh, Nine yeah. times out of ten, ten somebody cheating, they're not cheating thinking, I'm going to exit this relationship. Yeah. They're not cheating thinking, oh, well, this is obviously going to lead to the divorce I'm looking for. There's a yearning, <laughs> right? There's a yearning there. There's something missing. Yeah. There's a gap that needs to be filled. And so you're looking to get it filled, and there goes the enemy right there yeah. in your weakest moment, ready to present an, a solution yeah to your problem yeah. and that same solution that you yourself utilize could cause your demise. So it's crazy because he works with you in such a way that he gets you to contribute to your own downfall. Oh, yeah. That's his whole business model, yo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's his whole business model right there. Is like, you know, again, like you said, like people are looking for the, for the red skin and the horns and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's like, yo, he's, he coming through like mission impossible. Like straight man. <laughs> like what's that, what's that movie? Inception. Yes. Like inception. Exactly. Like, yo, he he just trying to come through Straight and infiltrating. And, yeah, and get and get you to think that this is this is your idea and it's and it's a good idea. Yeah. And you know what I mean? He's not trying to do all the work. He's he not trying through, to do all the work. He, he does through. the mind yeah. control yeah. and then you you walk it out physically. But once he infiltrates your mind, you know, your thoughts start to become his thoughts and yeah. you think they're your thoughts. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I, Serious I, you know, business. I was at uh you know, I, like now I'm, I'm I'm going to CCC and 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 Pastor Bernard was saying like you know the, the devil ain't trying to do all that work. He is, he's really he co- not. He come through. That's when why he don't invent new ways. Yeah. His once you get his tricks, his little five tricks down pack, you good. You just have to master those five. Yeah. Um, cause he doesn't have new ones. Yeah. His his tricks are um serious tricks, but yeah. they're not new ones. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and like yo, he'll come he'll come through when you're weak. He'll just come plant a seed. Oh, and let you. Nettie said the same exact thing. Nettie said he just plants the seed. Yeah, that's all absolutely. he got to do. Absolutely. That's all he has yeah. to do. Yeah, that's all he has to do. And then you're, you're unfortunately like our own minds will will nurture that seed straight up nurture and and just and just like you know and then you'll you'll do it you'll do it to yourself. Yeah, you'll do you'll all do the it. heavy lifting for him. He just yeah. has to plant that seed. Yeah, it was funny because I think he was I think he was using um you know talking about like Genesis right like yeah. the garden of Eden. He didn't come and put the apple. In the mouth, he didn't present it on a plate. He said, "Yo," and he didn't have to. You know what I mean? He's like, "Yo, look, yo, man, yep." See the apple over there, that red, delicious. Yeah, like yo, look at that gold, <laughs> that golden, delicious apple over there. You know you want that. Like you know you like apples. You know you like apples, sis. <laughs> Come on now, you won't, you won't surely die. Yeah. Come on. You know, but um, yeah, I was, I was saying before, like you know, right, like getting, getting good counsel. When you need to make a decision, so like I said, I learned. Yes, I learned true. like you know before I would go to the people that were closest to me, and um, you know it's so funny because now you know I'm I'm, I'm going through a transformation right now, really uh, learning the word, learning about God, yes, who yes. God is, who who He says I am, and and realizing the best way to do anything is the way that He wants us to do. Yeah, it, right? His prescribed way so, is best. So again, like now when I go to counsel, what what I realized this year, I'm like I'm going to people that are close to me. And I'm I'm surprised by some of the answers, but then, you know, it taught me like, you know, I, I'd go to you, I'd go to my friend Vanita, yeah. I'd go to a couple other people, and it yeah. taught me like, you know what, when I have a problem, I need to go to people that I trust, but let me go to believers that I trust. Absolutely. You people that will point you in the direction yeah, of what God definitely. says. We can't do, I said something a couple of um, weeks ago that in 2019, we're not <clears throat> doing the yes man. We're not going to do the yes man in 2019. You need, a, you need accountability. You need honesty. Absolutely. All of that. And people that will give you godly counsel 
there's there's all kinds of advice we can get that sound good to us yeah. and all kinds of things we can say to each other that stroke our egos and reinforce the toxic unhealthy things yeah. we may already be thinking but people that will give you godly counsel that will say well thus saith the lord yeah. not me not tanisha because trust me if tanisha gave you certain advice <laughs> it would be a different situation oh, yeah. I, i'm pretty sure i've given mad horrible <laughs> advice and and yo and i yeah, and I know I've I've had mad opportunity to give bad advice throughout my life because I just happen to be somebody that like when people got a problem they come I don't know people yeah. feel comfortable talking yeah, yeah, to me yeah, yeah. so I'm pretty sure if I go back and like really check the inventory I'm like damn that was hard not like, that I wasn't godly like, <laughs> that was not good advice that was not sound advice you know but but, yeah, but when no, you know better you do better yeah and so so now like going through my transformation now and really because yo like right now I'm like you know I've picked up the Bible and I've read it before. The best way to ever combat the enemy is to understand his strategy and his intent. As I was saying to David, um, is it easy? No, it is not. Because he is very cunning and it is tricky. But it is doable because his strategies don't change. Yeah. His, um, his methods don't change. And so all you got to do is get him down pat. When you're saying that the enemy dis disguises himself as the word of God, that's the expectation because otherwise smart people might not be easily deceived. He got to come at you yeah. with something that might, that he might be able to slip in there. And you know, um, again, like for me learning now, when I was, when I was younger, like I've always kind of been like in and out of yeah. church and yeah. everything like that. My godfather was a pastor. When I came here, my mom had me going to church. I, you know, went away from it. I, I started going back to church yeah. on my own when I was like 18 then, you know, off that off and on, on again relationship. Like yeah. now I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm the hungriest for God that I have Child, ever been. Right? You better come on. And, and so with that hunger comes a passion to want to read the word. And I always, and I always give this example of like, it's like when I was in high school, you have Spanish class. Yeah. Right. So for that particular class, you know, say you have Spanish, it's like, all right, you know, let me get this C real quick, get this pass. You don't really give it your all because at that time you don't see the need or application yeah. in your, in your life. So now like knowing like, you know, so again, like, you know, to, to speak about, you know, the falsified word of God, I think yeah. now it's like, it's so important to read the word. Cause, cause I know, yeah. I, I know I'm a, I'm a example of somebody that would go to church, yeah. but I wasn't reading the yeah. word. Yeah. And, and, and so you need context, right? Because a lot, many scripture. I think sometimes when you're trying to decipher, um, you know, uh, the enemy coming at you as a word of God, it's important to know um, as much scripture as you can, because a lot of scripture kind of works like in harmony. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sure you hold it close up. Oh, my fault. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of scripture works in in in, in harmony, right? Yes, so very true. So you know, again, because you need context. And, that, and you only get yeah. the context from reading the word. Absolutely, and so, yes. You know, we even spoke before about, like, you know, like, slave masters used to use of the, of course. the, the, the Bible, of right? Course. And, and And so... And when you don't have context and when you don't know for yourself. And that's why we weren't allowed to read. Exactly, right? Because right? therein lies the power. The, the Bible says you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Yeah. And so as long as... As a slave, you couldn't read, then you couldn't discover the truth. Exactly. And so then you could be manipulated yeah. and you could be confused. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and so much, and, you know, the, the Bible has so much in it 
to teach us. And I think if, you know, and that's why it's important. Like, even if you're going to church, you have to read the word. Like, this year, how many, t- how many times I come to you and I'm like, yo, I just read something I ain't never heard nobody say before. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> or like, y'all read that and I didn't even know that yeah. was in there. Because we, we, we get, we, like, a lot of the time we get the same scripture recycled and recycled and recycled. Absolutely. You know what yes. I mean? I'm coming across so much scripture. I'm like, yo. You're what? like, this is in there too. That's like when I, when I was studying scripture and I read that. Uh, I, I might have been in the book of Deuteronomy. It, it said that um, a debt should be canceled after seven years. And I was oh, just yeah. like, that's in here? Yeah. Like, I just had no clue that that was even a thing, you no, know? No, but look, like, remember, we were just talking about the slave masters and everything. When you when you read it and it talks about slavery, it's like, yo, after a certain period, like, yo, you're supposed to, you're supposed to let them go. Yeah. It even talks about the treatment of slaves. You're yeah, not yeah, supposed yeah. to harm them. You're yeah. not supposed to. And if you do, you're supposed to, like, let them go, like, then and then. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, again, you need, there's so much, like I'm reading, I'm like, yo, yeah. what? It's a very full, rich book. Yeah. Very, but, but, very. But, you know, when you, like anything, when you get bits and pieces. Yeah. Then you know, it, it gives you, it paints a very incomplete yeah. Um, picture. Yeah. And, yeah. Any, and anything taken out of its context. It's dangerous. Anything. Straight up dangerous. And anything. can be used in however you want it to be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> Nettie says you have to beware of his tactics, yes. the enemy's tactics. Absolutely, Nettie. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Nettie says worship is her greatest weapon. Absolutely. That is exactly how um, how I feel about worship. Yeah. Worship is my greatest weapon. And a lot of people don't realize that um, praise and worship is a weapon. When you look at, um, I don't remember if it's first or second Chronicles. I'm really, really bad at identifying specific scriptures as much as I read. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very poor at that. But um, in the book of Chronicles, when... Um, when it tells the story of um, everybody going to war and everything, um, they're getting ready to fight. The king sent the worshipers out. He yeah. sent the Levites mm-hmm. out ahead of him to sing praises to the Lord. And it's when they went out and they praised and worshiped that the scripture tells us the enemy, their worship literally confused the enemy and they began fighting and killing themselves. Two major lessons we can learn from that, that not only will God fight our battles, but our enemies will be so confused that they got to back up off of us. Yeah. God will handle it in such a way that we don't even have to lift a finger. We don't have to lift a finger. Yeah. And so a lot of times we feel like, well, this person did this to me and I got to get them back. Or they said this and I got to respond. Or you did this and I got to say something in response to that. Um, and what we learn in that scripture is when we keep our mind focused on God, when we keep our worship and our praise focused on God, then he will handle our enemies. They will destroy themselves because of their behavior. And we don't even have to lift a finger and get involved. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, again, like, you know, uh, how you said, like the enemy, you know, like God, God will have your enemy take care of themselves. Facts. And so I think it's important. And, and this is this is one time. This is like many times like. Some of those scriptures that get recycled, they come in super handy, right? <laughs> like <laughs> they come in super handy. So and and again, like really, like sometimes, like just give yourself a minute to think about a certain scripture, yeah, and really process it, right? So so like hearing that, like you know, anything, like anything, God can take all things, yes, and make it work for yes. for the good of those that believe. And like you, you know, I'll sit down. I'm like, welcome back, anything. Anna. Yeah, like any, any and everything. While we do have our limitations and we do have um, our finite thinking, we serve a God who is infinite. Yeah. And so when scripture says all things, yeah, 
it means all, all things. Of them. All I know. Of For them. us, we can't conceive, yeah. what, right? We're like, nah, surely this is this is it. Nah, like this, this is coworker that's annoying me cannot be like, nah, yeah, yo. they can. This though. God like, ain't never seen one like this. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this past year I've went through the one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through. And yeah. and, and, and like, you know, when it happened, I was like rocked. Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? As and, as, as anyone would be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yes. and and it, you know, and it, and it, and then I, I was speaking to my friend again, a believer, right? That again, going to other yes. believers, for godly counsel, advice, godly counsel, and and not only that, you get encouragement in a way that you don't get, yeah, from from just anybody, yeah. Because you, you know, know sometimes I mean? you have a conversation with somebody and you're venting, and all you really did was vent, but you get off the phone feeling like still mad, yeah. Or just as mad as whenever the incident that took place happened. Yeah. It's just like, uh, while that does appeal to our emotions, what we want is to be able to have resolve and peace. Yeah. Despite what the situation is, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. And I think, like, you know, the benefit of going to other believers, obviously, they can point you to what God says. Always point you back to God. And also, like, giving you, again, like, you know, like the, the, the... Scripture I read earlier, like giving you encouragement mm-hmm. because they know God and they know like he's in control. Yes. He got you. Yes. His plans are for you to have welfare, not mm-hmm. to harm you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? For exactly. you to be for you to be good. So like, you know, someone you that can remind reminders. you of that. You need that because yeah. when you get in your own mm-hmm. thoughts and when situations arise and the stress is mounting. Yeah. And, it, and it's and, it, and it's important, man, because like I said, like the way the way God wants us to do things is always going to be the best way. Yes. It's not going to feel good yeah. all the time. It doesn't always feel good. It's not going to It feels f- like straight up crazy sometimes. Yeah. It's not Like I got to forgive good. even this god? Yeah. Like, Are you what? sure? Like nah, you know what they you know what they did to me and <laughs> and God is like, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> like yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, I know. God, I, let me explain. Like I, I saw it. <laughs> exactly. He's like I saw I was right there. Like here. if you don't know, let God. Well, let me let me explain to you. <laughs> he like, what where happened? Where you think I was? I was right there. <laughs> like I saw it. <laughs> like he needs us to give him a synopsis. Let me give you this brief breakdown of what I'm talking about, yeah, God. But 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 it's important cuz somebody that can lead you back to that and, and the best way to do things and, and remind you and encourage you because it's, it's like all right if you're trying to make a meal like you gonna go get advice from somebody that never cooked before like exactly why like go go exactly. somebody that that knows the kitchen that is experienced yeah simply a, eating is not gonna cut it for certain things yeah it's nice to eat but yeah need somebody that got other skills yeah definitely definitely yeah. so you want somebody that's that's you know hopefully well versed in in the Bible and, and, and has, I mean, everybody has their experiences, yeah. but somebody that's well-versed in the Bible, they see things through a different lens. Yes. So they can always say, and, and, and again, that's what testimony is for, right? Yes. That's exactly what it's for. That's what yes. it's for, to, for somebody to be able to say, listen, like I didn't go through the same thing necessarily, but I went through this yeah. and this is how I felt when I was going through it. Yeah. And this is what I wanted to do. And then ultimately this is what, this is what happened. So even though I didn't, you know what I'm saying? Cause sometimes people give you advice and all they're doing is making the situation Worse. Listen, I'm telling you, you get off the phone feeling stressed. Yeah, yeah. Feeling blood pressure high. You mad at the person all over again. You can't believe this happened to you. Yeah. Now you concocting ways to to resolve it on your own before yeah. you. Too much. Because one, one of the one of the I feel like one of the biggest pieces of advice that people get is like not forgiving people. Yeah. Like and, nah, they don't deserve for you to forgive them. Yeah, and and remember we talked about earlier. You don't yeah. want to get into that game. You don't, of what we don't somebody wanna, deserve. We don't want to ever play the <laughs> deserve game because if we're being real with ourselves, yeah. If we're being honest, yeah. We are lucky we don't get what we deserve. Yeah. Right. Definitely. definitely. We that's 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 the grace and the mercy of God 
that this is what you deserve, but I'm not going to give you what you deserve because I love you that much and I want to protect you and I have plans to prosper you. When God, when, um, when God was working through Esther and, and her uncle told her, listen, you the queen, you in the palace, you have the power to save us. Only you have the power to save us. Look how the king loves you. So if you would just go to him and plead for us on our behalf. And Esther's like, but hold up, whoa there. I don't want to take that risk. All right? I'm Jewish. If he finds out I'm Jewish, I'm not going to be able to save you. I'm going to die with you. And her uncle said straight up, listen, check this out. If it doesn't come from you, trust and believe it will come from someplace else. God's will is going to be done. But you never know. Her uncle tells her, you never know. God may have raised you up for such a time as this. Like basically telling her, this is your time to come through. But if you refuse to help, God will just use somebody yeah. else to do it. Yeah. His will won't be stopped. And so, again, it's that godly counsel. Because w- she wasn't saying anything wrong. She was in self-preservation yeah. mode. Whoa, you want me to go to him and tell him I'm Jewish too? <laughs> Not only do you want me to advocate for the rest of y'all, but you want me to go to him and admit that I'm Jewish too? We all going to die. How am I going to help you if I'm dead too? Is it- and that's a very logical argument. Yeah. And her uncle said, but hold up now. God called you for this assignment. So it's either going to be you or it's going to be somebody else. But it's going to happen. You need that godly counsel to point you back and redirect you back in the right direction. Yeah, because, again, it's going to be difficult. Many things are going to be difficult. Um, You know, I was listening to Stephen Furtick, and he was like, yo, don't don't be mistaken and think that you're in the grace of God because things feel good right now. Mm. Like, like... Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, excuse me. He said, like, you know, don't uh, fall victim to thinking, like, okay, like, I know I'm in the will of God because things feel good yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or if they only feel good, that's yeah. the only indication that, mm. you know, sometimes things feel horrible and yeah. you're still in the will of Straight God. Straight up. That's a, <laughs> you know that's a whole like, entire fact. Sometimes you are right where God wants you to be yeah. in the midst of a storm. Sometimes you are doing all that you know how trying to do it God's way, trying to be obedient, and a storm comes your way anyway. The idea that as a Christian, you're supposed to be easy, breezy, lemon, yeah. squeezy, right? <laughs> this is what this Christian thing is all about. Yeah, Easy, easy like Sunday morning. Yeah, This shouldn't be difficult, but that's a false perception. Yeah, and you know, that perception <laughs> that um, Christianity equals easy street. Yeah. I feel is why a lot of Christians, a lot of us, cause it, it happens to me too. I'm not going to front, but I think that that perception is why sometimes it's difficult to endure yeah. and persevere Absolutely. through trials and through it's hardships. A, it's a marathon. Yo. Yeah. It's a marathon. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it's funny cause you know, again, you know, I don't always be knowing like, Oh, this, this exact scripture. Like I kind of give, I could kind of tell you like what it's saying, yeah. but you know, when it, when it, when it says like, you know, like, like rejoice in, when you have your obstacles mm. because like that's that's the time when God gets mm. busy and mm. show you who he really yes. he really when is. His power could be made you know? manifest in your life. And and it, and it's and it's very hard cuz don't nobody want to do that. Like that's what I'm trying to tell you. Like, Sometimes what? God tell you to do stuff and it sounds straight crazy. Yeah. Rejoice when I have problems. The script another version says count it all joy. Yeah. Count it all joy. Like God, you sound nuts right now. Like, you're sounding what? crazy like, and you're you... sounding like you're asking me to do the impossible. Yeah, like what like you speak in another language right now. Like yeah. what do you mean? And it's but it's like, no, that's when that's when he gets busy. That's when he shows you who he really is. Because sometimes things gotta get so bad and and, and mm. because he's molding you. Talk close. Oh, because he's like yeah. molding you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And and because a lot of us are stubborn, mm. and we and we think like, oh, when 
you know, like all the time you hear people saying things like, yeah, I did it by myself. Mm. And, you know, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You know, you've tricked yourself and think that you did it by yourself. Yeah. But, you know, and again, God, God knows that's how we are. Yeah. So sometimes, you got to have that humility, man. Yeah. So sometimes maybe that situation just need to get that bad so you can come to a realization. You know Facts. what? Only God brought They better turn to scripture and find Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. How God had to humble him yeah. down to literally losing his mind. Out there eating in the in the field with the animals like a wild beast, yeah. because he had puffed himself up so much and had gotten such a big head that he was like, "Yeah, it's all me. It's yeah. all about me. I'm the one doing all of this. I'm the I'm the one in control." Scarface syndrome. Who do I trust? <laughs> me. And God was like, "Hold on now. The humbling process going to be real interesting yeah, for this one." Yeah, Tosh says, "We will have storms, but God will never leave us. God will never leave us. Hallelujah." Amen, Tosh. Amen. He will never leave us or forsake us. You know, Jesus says in scripture um, that in this life we will have trouble, but take heart because he has overcome the world. So the idea that, you know, as a Christian, you're not supposed to have to deal with this. You, you, you're not supposed to be treated like this. You're not yeah. supposed to have to go through that. It's like, but Jesus already tells us flat out in scripture, in this life, you will have trouble. Yeah. In this life, you will have tribulations, but take heart because I've overcome the world. So he's giving us the encouragement that we need to hold tight and, and be steadfast. The Bible says be steadfast and unmovable so that your faith is not a fickle, fair weather faith. It's not a mood dependent faith, but your faith walk is something that's strengthened with every adversity, strengthened with every trial that you go through. And every situation is an opportunity for you to draw closer to God and see his power manifested in your life Tasha's rejoice because that's when he builds our character for the next level absolutely until next time be bold be powerful and be victorious stay connected at throne room thoughts at gmail.com now we're here looking back on where we come from because of you Nothing we've done To deserve the love and mercy you've shown